Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Bet you didn't know, today is actually National Odd and Offbeat Podcast Day. It is. It is. And we are celebrating (laughs) in our base, in my basement. Yes, in our basement. (laughs) I don't know. You're here enough that I feel like, you know. I just walk in like Kramer when I show up. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Matt will come out of his room and I'll be like making coffee. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's not, I like having that sort of open door policy for some people. Yeah, <laughs> not all people. My my family definitely needs to call me before they show up. <laughs> they need to submit an application. <laughs> the man who slides in the door and gets an applause before he says anything <laughs> is the ever adept Louis Fox. I'm adept at breaking into Matt's house. <laughs> yes, you are. You are. You know where all the keys are. You know. I gave you the lockbox. I know. Key. You, uh, you have saved many uh, break-ins. Yes. Yeah. Because you used to have the worst one. You're like... I just taped it to the door. You just taped it, it said, to the door. here's the key with a little sign. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know what I used to have. I used to have... Oh, and under like a plant or something. Yeah. I think at one point it was under the doormat. No. Yeah. No. I mean, I look dumb, but, you know. <laughs> but not so dumb. <laughs> Speaking of, of like weird thing... Um, have you ever heard about these mysterious Amazon packages that people get? No. So you just like start getting crap from Amazon that you didn't order. Like, for example? This just happened to me. What happened? What'd you get? I got like a, a gaming computer processor. Ah. It's worth like 250 bucks. And was it charged to you? No. So See, Please tell me you kept this. Well, I don't have it anymore. I rolled it. Oh, you flipped it? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, flipped it on eBay. I, they were going for like two fifty. Uh-huh. I just wanted to move it. Yeah. So I put it at buck fifty. Gone. Like five minutes. Oh, gone. I bet. The guy left me feedback. He said it works great. Uh-huh. Because I was kind of worried it'd be a, like. Because you didn't know if it was used. You don't know anything about it. Yeah. Wow. I just, Do you, did you figure out what the mix up was or? So it's not a mix up. So somehow my information's been compromised. Uh-huh. My my name and address have been. Yeah. Which I've known because I'm always I was part of like the TransUnion breach or the Exper- or whoever uh-huh. had that big credit breach. Yeah. And my credit card's number's always compromised. Yeah. So my information's out there. Yeah. And you're fine with that. Yeah. Well, it's it's improved my credit. My identity <laughs> getting stolen. <laughs> They're like, he's using his credit wisely <laughs> like, wow, geez. In the last six months, he's like, his purchasing power has gone up. <laughs> he's, he's no longer buying beer. He's buying computer processors. <laughs> so the theory is these people are doing, these sellers are just buying and shipping their stuff out to random people so that they can leave feedback on Amazon as a verified buyer. Okay. So you're saying that p- the seller is selling this computer processor. Yeah. Then they buy it themselves. And send it to someone else, just a random person. So they're losing out on the computer processor, whatever they paid for the computer processor. Correct. Okay. But they're leaving these glowing five-star reviews for themselves. Uh So someday down the road, they're going to rip someone off for a lot. Yeah. And it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of smart. So that's the theory. So they just like sent you a computer processor? Yeah. Wow. And, and glue to glue it in. Hey, if you are listening. And you want to send us. And you want to send me some shit, man. 
<laughs> Send me some shit I can flip. I can do that. First of all, you got to get Matt's info off the dark web. Oh, that's easy. I, I post my social security, credit card <laughs> on all my sites. It's all there. I'm hoping people will steal it, man. Because then I can be like, no, that wasn't me. I didn't buy that. Yeah. That wasn't me. Like, you have something to sort of deny. Yeah. You're yeah. like, do you see all these purchases for computer processors? Yeah. How sent to random like, people so, around yeah. the country? Yeah. Would I do that? Yeah. That's why I never sign my name with the little finger signature. Yeah. Right? I always draw a picture because then I could say, was that really me who purchased that $3 cup of coffee? Yeah. Like, no, they, they signed Matt Baker. It wasn't. Yeah, really. Who does that? <laughs> Other theory is that people have stolen credit cards uh-huh. and they're sending stuff to your house and then they're going to drive by and pick it up. Oh, so they're casing your house looking well, they're, for Well, they're using you as a drop point. Gotcha. Which I think is pretty far-fetched because a lot of stuff has to happen in order for that to work. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I would choose a location in which – well, I guess it has to be – your address would have to match the credit card that they used to purchase. Because then it, it gets hard. But it didn't. It was never billed to me. Yes, correct. So it was billed somewhere else and then shipped to you. Yeah. So I would have it shipped to like a location that's like, it's a location, but it's not open for business, right? Well, if I had to bet, whoever's bumping their reviews by sending this to me is using stolen credit card numbers. Oh, okay. Not the seller paid for that. Someone paid for it wow. and it shipped to me. Wow. And this is a thing. Yeah, so if I, I Googled it, and yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> yeah, the guy, someone sent me $150 in the mail. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm cool with that yeah. for seven minutes of work. Wow. Crazy, man. That any day. Wow. That's awesome. I want that to happen to me. <laughs> That's my goal. That's now on my bucket list. The only time, like, so you had, what'd you have? Meningitis? Not meningitis. I had meningitis. Meningitis. Yeah. And you were texting me telling me you were thinking you might have gotten a spinal tap. Or yeah. You were supposed to get one. Yeah. And so I sent you a spinal tap DVD. Yes. That was supposed to have a note that said, I hope this is the only spinal tap you get. It did not have the note. <laughs> and I just got a spinal tap DVD and I thought it was funny, but I didn't know who to attribute the laugh to. <laughs> Yeah, because you text me like, did you send me a DVD? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess it did kind of happen to you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I get stuff all the time randomly. Yeah. From people. See, oh, from people. Yeah. yeah. But like sometimes I'll get like a package and I won't know who it's from, but it would be clearly for me. Like, yeah. You know. Not a computer processor. No. Glue. <laughs> <laughs> I did keep the glue though because glue comes in handy. Oh, it came with glue? Well, two separate packages. Oh, One was nice. like processor glue. Oh, gotcha. And I was like, Good for huffing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it great. comes in little syringes, yeah, too. So I'm like... Comes shit. in a paper bag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you been up to anything? Uh, I didn't tell you about the... I was on this cruise from Bora. I flew to Bora Bora and came back uh, to Hawaii. But it was 3,000 Australians were on this cruise. And it was the nicest cruise ship I've ever been on. It was the Ovation of the Seas. And they had, we talked about it on a previous podcast, but it was a robot bar. Yeah. They had robot bartenders. You swipe your card, right? And it will say, oh, your name's Matt. You're 37. Most men who are 37, 30% ordered this drink. 43% preferred the, some sort of something yeah. with whiskey. And it gives you all the stats huh. on drinks. And then you say, and then it will ask you, like, what's your favorite type of drink? And then you say whiskey. And I'll say, well, here's the top five things to mix with whiskey. And you get to mix and match whatever you want on, like, a little iPad. And I like how if you're like, you are 19. Here's a can of ready. Yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> no, here's, here's, how can I scan the note from my parents saying it's okay for me to get drunk? <laughs> and then there's two robots 
then they, they're just like they just look like giant mechanical arms like what they okay. would use in like you know a car manufacturing plant yeah and uh all the bottles are hanging upside down from the ceiling uh-huh. and there's probably like you know 300 bottles and then they just the cup comes out they go up and they they pump the alcohol from each thing and then they go in the mixer and then they shake it up and then they pour it and it's like what the fuck and it's crazy because you think like they spent millions of dollars on this technology when it's like you could have just paid a dude $9.99 an hour from the dude from Indonesia million dollar question (laughs) did you tip the robot no not at all (laughs) did the robot listen to your problems yeah I was like dude what's the deal it's like where's the good places to eat around here yeah what are the sights? <laughs> Tell me what's going on in this town, man. What's the deal with that lady at the end of the bar? <laughs> Tell me about that hot other lady robot arm. Yeah, what's what's up with that? Is that other robot single? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was kind of. Well, I, I was not it, a fan of it. I guess it could tell you because it's got everyone's stats. <laughs> yeah, it's like actually thirteen percent of women on this cruise are single, twenty seven are divorced, <laughs> three are with someone but have been checking into a different cavern. Yes, right, and nineteen percent are on a business trip. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, I, I didn't like it because the, the drinks were regulated, right? You don't yeah. get that sort of extra little booze and just taking somebody's job. It's like, I mean, just the novelty of having a robot, just super stupid. It's know? got, but it's someone's job to refill all the, the bottles for it. Yeah, true. One job. <laughs> One job that existed before. If you took that million dollars that you put in investing in robot technology and you put that just towards... Indonesia or the Philippines, which is the the biggest uh, demographic of Ship employees yeah. for on cruise ships, think of the impact that would have for these these people in their lives or their communities. They could have robot bartenders. They could at have home. robots at home taking care of their kids. <laughs> the whole family could be on the ship. Yeah, the whole family <laughs> running their business at home, man. <laughs> I just, it was a little bit, but it was fun being on the, on the cruise. It was crazy. They had bumper cars. They had a full two full length basketball courts. They had, it was it was banana. Wow. They had a two story. They had a rock band every single night, a different rock band, and it was yeah, it was wild. And then I learned some Australian terms. Okay, such so as so like um, if someone is finicky or complaining, they're whinging. Whinging, okay. whinging. Like you, dude, you're you're bloody whinging. Okay, you're such a whinger. It's such a whinger. And then uh and then the other one is you if you call someone like a redneck is like they're bogan. Bogan? There's there's a couple bogans. Ah, okay, I like bogan. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting performing for, you know, an Australian crowd because if even though we do I we both perform an English speaking show, it's very different just like small minute words, yeah. you know, little little changes in our dialogue that can throw a whole joke off. Yeah. You so know. you'd be like my bogan throwing stars? Yeah. My I don't do those anymore, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to get to the story? Let's do it, man. Get to some weird news. This story comes from 1031maxfm.com. That's a news source more reliable than a Japanese sex robot programmed to only cuddle. <laughs> 
Can't you get a robot that just is, uh, you know, a platonic relationship? <laughs> I just want a robot friend. Yeah. Something of the opposite gender to pay a little attention to me Some, every once in a while. Something genderless of the opposite gender. Something that resembles the opposite gender. A female gender. robot. I want a female <laughs> robot. So this comes from Oregon. I like, you know, this is my home state, so I am excited that we're doing something from Oregon, and this is, this is very Oregonian. Starts out, the Washington County Sheriff in Oregon says there was nothing unusual about the call. Sure, it was broad daylight, 1.48 p.m., local time exactly, but crime can happen anytime. Crime does not take afternoons off. Yeah. Crime does not take a siesta. Yeah, there is no there is no naps for the criminals. <laughs> There's no crime siesta. <laughs> so the frantic... There's no vacation for criminals. <laughs> vacation? Crime doesn't go on spring break. No, it doesn't. Maybe some criminals view jail as a vacation. Yeah. Jeez, I'm just, so just hoping to get like six to eight months just to... Take a break from all this robin. Get some me time. Yeah. So the frantic call from a house guest about a burglar making loud rustling noises inside the house, specifically from within the locked bathroom, deserved an urgent response, Sergeant Danny DePetro, a sheriff's spokesman, told NPR. Yeah. The man had just gone for a walk with his nephew's dog, and when he came back, he could see shadows moving back and forth under the bathroom door, DePetro says. So I guess the door was open when he left and then closed when he got back. Yeah. Yeah. Resources were immediately deployed. Three seasoned deputies. That's oh, right. They're all salty. <laughs> we're going to put some, some, some Cajun rub on you. This guy has coriander. <laughs> One with at least 20 years on the force, a detective who happened to be in the area, and two canine officers from Beaverton Police Department about seven miles outside of Portland. I like that the guy seven miles away gets there quicker than the uh, local people. I, lo- I love How did they determine who they're dispatching, right? Like, we need three seasoned... <laughs> Police detective, one, two dogs, and one a, rookie, and a dude who just is in the area. <laughs> do, do we have uh, the guy who works at Seven <laughs> Eleven? They surrounded the Cedar Hills house, then made their way inside, guns unholstered. Ooh! And the whole time they were yelling "sheriff" and "police," but the burglar wouldn't come out. He wouldn't say anything. DePetro says this is amazing that they got a police response like that. One time. I saw a guy stealing my neighbor's lawnmower. Uh-huh. So I call the police. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I want to report someone stealing a lawnmower. And the 911 guy goes, how do you know they're stealing a lawnmower? I'm like, well, it's my neighbor's lawnmower. And they're running down the street full speed, pushing it. And it's not my neighbor. And they just threw it into a van. <laughs> and they're like, well, how do you sure? <laughs> like, Look, I've stolen some lawnmowers in my day. <laughs> Listen, this is how I would have done it if I were going to do it. Yeah. Wow, I love it. They're so lazy. They're like, we don't really want to dispatch for a lawnmower. Yeah. They're like, well... Do you think it was a friend? Yeah. Do you think he was loaning it to someone <laughs> three blocks away <laughs> in a van? Instead, the banging got louder inside the bathroom. Like a loud thud, 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 thud on glass. Officers assumed the burglar was trying to escape. That he was trying to open a window and jump out and run away. My favorite part is no one thought to look in the window. Yeah. And also that they're using the words that the burglar is a he. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird assumption. That's a very weird assumption. Come on, where's your sexism training, Oregon PD? Yeah, you got to start being categorist. Yeah. Or less categorist. I'm going to try and make that stick for yeah, you. Absolutely. Hearts pounding, guns ready to fire, they counted down and entered the bathroom. But instead of confronting a suspect, they found a rogue Roomba robot vacuum. That was apparently doing a very thorough job. <laughs> now, this would be my tact if I ever robbed a house. I'd put a, just, I'd travel with a Roomba, uh-huh. put it in the bathroom, turn it on, call the police. 
They show up. Oh, ha ha. We all have a laugh. They leave. I rob the house. Boom. And then when the homeowner gets home and calls, they'll be like, ha ha. You're so funny. Not only did you steal their shit, but you left their house cleaner than you found it, man. I'm a neat burglar. I mean, that's kind of cool. I like that they're pounding. Like, what's inside making all this noise? The thud, 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 and vacuuming noises. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no robbers. Like, <laughs> they're, they're like, he's vacuuming to cover his tracks. Is he doing tile work <laughs> also? And like, what robber is robbing the bathroom? Yeah. What uh, robber's like, I need TP. I need some Sensodyne. <laughs> it's a college student. <laughs> it's just like, to me, it was a red flag that it was uh, a black Roomba. Yeah. That, th- <laughs> that this guy called. <laughs> on- <laughs> That's why they showed up so fast with their guns out. <laughs> Uh, so now I have a Roomba because I, I saw your Roomba. Yeah. Has your Roomba done anything weird besides, uh, besides rob a house? Besides rob a house and steal my identity and buy things on <laughs> Amazon that your, I didn't approve. Your Roomba talks to your Alexa. <laughs> it does. It sends the footprints of my house to, I think, the government. Uh, no, you know, it hasn't done anything super weird. It's like get stuck every five minutes. Yeah. You know, but I'm surprised they haven't solved that one hurdle, which is for making a robot vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, I like, I like the Roomba, but you know, there's a, this article's weird because, uh, in the very beginning it says that it was unusual that it was a robbery call at one thirty in the afternoon. And apparently according to websites I made up to support my argument.com, 70% of robberies or burglaries happen during the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, well, like I my neighbor was robbed during the day. No one robs you at night. No, no. Because they kidnap you at night. Yeah, exactly. But no one, or there's, what do they call it? The Most tortures happen at night. I yeah, like. and 83% of tortures happen at night. <laughs> 13% twilight, 6% dusk. <laughs> it was just this little round machine slamming against the glass shower wall, DePietro says. The entire group erupted into peals of laughter. Ah, ah. They were, it was so thick they could peel it. Yes. Everyone just started cracking up. It was such a huge relief because it's the kind of situation that could go either way. It could end peacefully or DePetro trailed off. No one had any idea what was waiting for them behind the door, but they definitely didn't expect that. How dense are these police officers that they couldn't just like... Look in the window. (laughs) Yeah, or put together that there could be a room. But I guess it's not... It's an unconventional thing to have in your house. I don't. I, I feel like most people don't have a Roomba. They but have most the traditional people are vacuum cleaner. aware of the Roomba. Yeah. But it's not something maybe you walk in a house and you're like, what is that sound? Until I hear the mechanical noises of the Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> They're being robbed by a robot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like most burglars are quiet. They're not yeah. like banging around like... On glass. Yeah. But there was the one robber that went to a guy's house and then the guy came home. We talked about this on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the guy made him a sandwich and drove him home. Yeah. A few episodes ago... A uh, guy broke in the house, was watching TV <laughs> when the guy came home, and then convinced him to give him a ride home. Yeah. DiPietro, who has been on the force for 13 years and has some experience working with canine officers, says the responding officers were especially perplexed by the lack of response when they said a dog was outside the bathroom door. That was confusing because usually when you say, we've got a dog, people are done. They're like, okay, I'm not fighting a dog, but they'll just give up, he says. Everyone does that, but Michael Vick. Yeah. He's like, bring it in. Yeah, well, I got I, one too. I think that's a weird thing also because it's like what Robert's like, I'll shoot humans, but I'm not, not I'm not going to shoot a dog. I'm not an animal. I'm not a monster, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Like, seriously. I mean, I'll, I will fight nine police officers and a dude who just happened to be in the area, yeah. but not a dog. I will clean this bathroom I'm robbing, shoot two cops, but no dogs. <laughs> 
The fact that the individual inside the bathroom didn't do that was chilling, he added. From start to finish, the incident took 25 minutes, according to play-by-play posts on the department's Facebook page. Cost $33,000 in taxpayers. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the street value of this time? (laughs) As for the man who reported the call, DePetris said he felt awful. But I would have done the exact same thing if I was visiting someone and didn't know there was a robot vacuum cleaner that was set to go off on its own. And even the responding officers, when they saw the shadow under the door and the sound of someone trying to get out, well, they fell for it too, he added. Yeah, so it, I, someone didn't set it off. You know, you can set the timer on the Roomba so it starts yeah. at a specific time. So it must have done that. Yeah, we would also do it through – we have an app we can do it with. The Roomba, this Roomba's badass. He's not afraid of anything. He ain't, this dog, this Roomba ain't afraid of a dog. It's not afraid of it was, cops getting shooting it. Yeah, he's like, bring it on, yo. I would love for the cops just to shoot it anyways. Yeah, <laughs> while, while, while it's driving away. <laughs> they like open the door, it goes in the living room, and they just take pop shots at it. <laughs> They start putting beer cans on it, start (laughs) shooting at it. Plus, Demetrius says the sheriff's office Facebook followers are loving the story, coming up with punny reports of their own as well as demands to see the body cam footage. I like how he's like, this whole thing, social media views, it's all what it's all about, right? Police departments love it. After sweeping the premises, the perpetrator was nabbed. Later, the room was dusted for prints, Richard Cox commented. Marty McCleasy offered a compliment. Great job catching the sucker. There you go. My takeaway from this is they need more training on how to deal with robots now. Yeah. How are they going to deal with, like, the Alexa talking to people? I know. I would love for the Alexa to start heckling them. (laughs) They start working together. Don't you guys got something better to do than come over and watch a robot clean? (laughs) I would love for them to just arrest the Roomba and take it in. Yeah. That's what they should have had is the Roomba in cuffs. Yeah, Or in the backseat of the police car. Roomba's like, I'm a patsy. I'm a patsy. And then the Dyson shoots it on the way to the jailhouse. <laughs> All right. So, you know, this is a it's a funny story and I'm glad they had a good sense of humor uh, about it. And no one uh, got hurt. Yeah. No one got hurt except the feelings of maybe the Roomba. Yeah. For being profiled. Yeah. It was robotically profiled. <laughs> All right. He's like, I just want to clean. That's all I do. I like it. Yeah. Me too. Life coaching with Randy. Be rich. Weird News Part 2. All right, this story comes from Zookus.net. That's a news source more reliable than using a crystal ball as a security camera. <laughs> that doesn't work? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> you can see when the guy's going to rob your car in the future, but not now. Oh, okay. But yeah. you can't look in the crystal ball and say, oh, that guy's going to rob my house on December 13th. Yeah. Let me look out for him? <laughs> no, because so much can change. Oh, it's a future futuristic security. <laughs> or maybe camera. you have one that only sees in the past, yeah. Okay. And that would do do you no good. What a guy broke into my car yesterday. <laughs> I better go outside. I thought that was <laughs> raccoon poop. <laughs> it was human poop. <laughs> this story The raccoons in my neighborhood <laughs> eat really well. <laughs> this this story comes from Mogo I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, Mogo Soa Romania. 
Repeat after me. To be together with who I want, a family of Romanian witches chant via a video call to a client in India paying for a love spell. Nah, I miss the good old days when witches used to do their spells over telegraph. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so much more effective, I feel like. Yeah. The session... You can really connect with the energy. The session in a decorated shed in a backyard... <laughs> 15 kilometers or 9 miles north of Bucharest is one of many consultations the family holds online, alternating them with rituals live-streamed on Facebook to build up their digital following. They might be on Facebook, but it's still good to know that they're doing it in a shed. Yes. Right? Yeah. They've stayed consistent with the witchery of old. They're keeping, keeping it with the roots. <laughs> a truly powerful witch can solve problems from a distance, explains 20-year-old witch Cassandra Buzea. You couldn't get a more stereotypical uh, witch name. I mean, the only one more would be Madame Zelda. She's a 20-year-old witch. Like, what the fuck? She can't even drink in the U.S., but she can cause famine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because in Romania, the famine age is 19 to cause it. <laughs> it's the Canada of, drink, of famine, of witching. It's not the phone or Facebook that are doing the magic. It's the words that we're saying, the rituals that we're doing, and it's enough to look each other in the eye. For the ritual to work. But you're not looking at it. For, you're looking at a bunch of lights on a screen. Yeah, aren't you staring into Facebook live? Yeah. Well, maybe they're looking at each other and then the people in India who are paying them are monitoring on Facebook live. Yeah, maybe I could just mail you a photograph of me. Doing the ritual? Yeah. <laughs> this is what politicians should use for getting high-speed internet to rural areas. You want your fortune told? You, we need to expand to... Romania. Well, there go. You, we're not going to see the fortune teller signs or palm reader signs on the, oh, on the side highway. of the road anymore. <laughs> it's all going to be a Facebook ads. <laughs> who who sees that the neon palm signs? Like you know what? Got to stop. Out is those uh, establishments on the side of the highway, and now it's just going to be these pop up ads on sites. Like you want to find love? Hire Zamelda but the from beauty Romania. Is fortune tellers, the the witches, are gonna have more money in their pocket because they have less overhead. Yeah. How does this work? Okay, hold your palm up to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a little closer now. A little closer. The power of the internet has allowed Romania's busy witch community to gradually migrate their ancient practices onto the web. Okay, a few things. Busy witch community. <laughs> like, how busy are these people? Like, today's to-do list. Turn Jim into a frog, curse Matilda's child, and vacuum. <laughs> the busy witch community. Clean my browser history. <laughs> And like what they're they're mo they're migrating their practices onto the web. It's not like they're converting DVDs to digital, right? Yeah. <laughs> Does Walgreens offer this in Romania? <laughs> you can go to Romania, yeah. It's like <laughs> Do you want to buy a newspaper? No, I've got the witch. We'll convert five rituals to the web for the price of six. Yes. Witchcraft has long been seen as a folk custom in the Eastern European country, and many of its estimated 4,000 witches are luring customers from Europe, Asia, and the United States. That's so crazy that they're luring customers. Don't, couldn't they make it attracting? Yeah, it's true. It, it does sort of... It sounds like they have a van with candy instead <laughs> yeah, of a it, webcam it, it, with Eye of Newt. <laughs> <laughs> with sexy dancing? <laughs> So I w a few weeks ago, I was on a cruise ship, and 
I actually saw someone doing this, getting a tarot reading by someone foreign. On the web? Yeah. We were, we were at, in a port, and it was two ladies huddled around a cell phone while the lady was re- giving her a tarot reading. How did you see the, what was, they were seeing on their phones? How sitting, close were you? I was, I was stalking them pretty hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was interesting. I couldn't hear everything that was going on. But the ladies were like, and then tell her about her, you know, her love life. And the ladies wow. turning cards. Wow. This woman was in another country. Uh, she sounded was... foreign. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't like get in the background like, yo, where are your papers at? <laughs> well, maybe you say, Hey, I'm interested. I, I find that fascinating. Well, and then the two person? ladies look at me like clock's running. Yo. Yeah. Like we knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Buzea said it was the younger generation that had persuaded the old about the powers of the selfie. And her mother was quickly on board. The learning curve for them, though, is they have to do tarot cards with only one hand while they hold the phone in selfie <laughs> mode for the other one. The powers of the selfie. <laughs> that sounds like a book a millennial's going to write, right? Yeah, that's about a young man discovering himself. The healing powers of the selfie. <laughs> the ability to capture oneself in still format. <laughs> I like how all you need to do this, like, is you're like, oh, I need some uh, dog toenails, I need some frankincense, and you need a Venmo account. <laughs> Nothing's changed. The craft is the same, but now it's much easier for us to be in contact with clients from other countries, said Mahalia Minka, who taught her daughter Buzea the family craft. I'd be like, here's what I need. I need to learn how to reset the password on my internet router. Can you help me with that? Yeah. Like, that's the kind of fortune-telling... Oh! They're like, let's pull up the jack of... <laughs> the, 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 like the king of cups. The king of cups <laughs> says, just hit reset. Push the reset button on your router. <laughs> tech support should be this. You know how they farm out tech support to all these other countries. Yeah, totally. If there was some guy in the, in, you know, wherever, I'm like, hey, my computer's not turning on, and I'm web chatting him. Yeah. And he just starts flipping cards. Yeah. He's like... You need to reset your cash. That's the way to go, I think. It'd be amazing. Tarot card tech support. It's <laughs> our new million dollar idea. Absolutely. But I love how this is a family business. This woman, Mihaela Minka, taught her daughter, Buzea. I would have just loved being in her school class when it was bring your mom to school day. She's like, okay, now I'm going to teach you how to grow crops by using the skin of our cat. <laughs> I would like that. And the science teacher's like, I don't know. She's like, do you believe in curses? (laughs) I curse you. (laughs) Curse you. A family of Romanian witches use a video call to contact a client in India paying for a love spell in Mago Soa in Romanian. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce it. Love, health, and money. They would not disclose how much they earn, but said a tarot reading starts at 50 euros, about 56 American dollars. I like someone whose job is to, like, look into your, your stuff, won't tell you how much they earn. Yeah, right? I've been looking into your soul. Don't look in my wallet, though, Yeah, yo. You can claim exorcisms on your taxes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's a Schedule uh, Schedule A on your taxes. Last year, you spent $4,000 on cursing your fiancé? <laughs> And you still got married? (laughs) (laughs) However, many of the special rituals often to do with love, health, or money last weeks and can run into the hundreds. Ooh. I love how they have price points, right? Yeah, they do. Like, how long do you want this spell to last? That's going to add. You want the one time buy in? You can subscribe. (laughs) We can do a monthly spell. (laughs) (laughs) They should have a Patreon like us. The witches also said they had recently turned their attention to politics, joining anti-corruption protests. What? That's good. They're using their evil for good. (laughs) 
but they're good for evil, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Minka said she connected online with nine witches and wizards from across Europe to the United States, seeking to put a curse on Romanian lawmakers seen by witches as corrupt. I, you know what? I'm going to make a dating site for the Romanian wi- wizards called wiz.com. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I just love that there's wizards in a Facebook <laughs> hangout group. Unfortunately, that's my my magician Facebook <laughs> hangout group. Because one guy's casting a spell and the other guy's like, uh, how do I get your card into the deck? <laughs> Streamed online, the group had performed a mass ritual simultaneously with overseas associates against those who don't do their jobs. Those who have bad intentions will lose their positions and suffer health problems said minka that's kind of a jerk move just make them lose their their position like get them fired but don't give them cancer yeah so what she's saying is that they're putting spells on the government the people who are corrupt and not doing their jobs correctly or doing it with bad intentions they're putting spells on them yeah which is kind of messed up why don't you put the spell to make them not be corrupt instead of just punish them when they are corrupt oh well yeah why don't you put a spell on them to do their jobs correctly yeah oh gotcha well you know get them out of there we need this spell on the guy I worked get at the subway by my house to make my sandwich correctly. Get him elephantitis and get him out of there. <laughs> well, it's good because then they'll get sick. They'll get sort of, they'll get their health care benefits still. <laughs> I mean, kind of. It's, it's still. But no one will notice the witches. They'll be like, oh, that guy was hanging out at Chernobyl too much. Yeah. Oh, you think like, oh, he turns into a frog. Obviously, the witches have power. Yeah. She said that they plan to harness the global power of the internet once more ahead of May's European Parliament election. I like how they're just now harnessing the power of the internet. Like, we've known this since 91. <laughs> I would love to see He-Man. <laughs> yeah. He-Man go, by the power of www.grayskull.com forward slash <laughs> backslash where's my fucking sword? The fuck is my sword? Dot Moby. We will continue this ritual on the 25th of May. We will do a powerful ritual against the Romanian government. So on the 26th, when the European elections are taking place, we will cast our spell for the good of the country. I like that they're casting the spell when the elections are happening. Shouldn't you do it before? Yeah, they are. They're doing it on the day before. They're doing the ritual before. Oh. No, they're doing the ritual before and that will, the spell will then be cast out. And then they can sway the elections. I love how they're like the super pact yeah. of witches. <laughs> I like how, how they're l- almost literally doing Russian election meddling. <laughs> they're essentially lobbyists they're, from, they're, their, from their shack. There are nine pages in the Mueller report about these witches. <laughs> Transparency International ranks Romania as one of the EU's most corrupt states, and Brussels has kept its judicial system under special monitoring since it joined the bloc in 2007. I I like that Romania is part of the European Union. Who knew? When they had to take their their money out of circulation to get to the euro, they're like, you have Dracula on your corner. (laughs) Uh, So what do we think about this? I'm a fan of people doing their craft. Uh Not a fan of people... Going to tarot card readers, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I think whatever works for you. I think everyone has their their little vices. You know what I mean? Maybe your vice is putting your belief in a... Robot bartender. Robot bartender, a magic eight ball. A lot of people use it to externalize their hopes and thoughts. Yeah. And they don't think that they can accomplish it themselves. They need some sort of external factor or other person saying that they can. So it's it's like like, a lot it's, like religion. It's like an old school Zig Ziglar. 
like you can do this. Yeah, kinda. I'm fine with it. I like that it's a family business. I like how they're deciding to try and sway elections as opposed to it's like they just came up with this after thousands of years of witchery of being persecuted by government. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? You know, we should probably we should probably just prevent them from burning us. Why don't we just do that? Why didn't we think of this nine thousand years ago? Uh, yeah, no, I'm all for it. Why not? You know, and uh, if you you know, we do lots of stories on people who come up with crazy ideas that may or may not work and you know if you can make money off people who believe in that stuff why not and if you're on a cruise ship and some dudes listening into your tarot card reading invite them in yeah absolutely <laughs> and what a rude thing yeah all right uh, i like this story i'm a fan all right All right, that's it for today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope those stories brought you some joy, some entertainment. Filled your heart with love. And unusualness. Yeah, unusual love. We want you to walk away scratching your head, being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to check us out, of course, check us out online, oddandoffbeat.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yep, and on the Patreon. Absolutely, Patreon. Check that out. It does help us out quite a bit, and you get some bonus content. Yes, that make us feel like we're not creating this content for for ourselves. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Don't let make us be selfish with our content. It, Allow us to give. It pay. It helps pay the the heat bills. Yeah. Here in the basement. <laughs> you can check out our photo meme contest where we post a picture and you leave a cool caption and the best comment wins some swag. Yep, that's some stuff we picked up during our travels. You get some odd and offbeat stuff. So we will be sending HPV in the mail. <laughs> So be wary. <laughs> That's one of those rumors, like when you lick the back of a stamp, it has acid in it. Oh yeah, I you know although some acid that I have taken, uh, no, I guess it wasn't the size of a stamp, you know, but it is like on weird pieces of paper that yeah. have images and stuff that there was could be the you know. urban myth that the, the stamp there was acid. I'm in sure the you could do that though. I'm sure it happened. It could be. You know, yeah. the team, Timothy Leary dropped some yeah. acid on the back of a stamp just to fuck with people. Yeah, well, the government did. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, there was the government did. Yeah, they uh, the government would give people LSD without their knowledge. Yeah, well, experiments for sure. Yeah, yeah, just to see how well, and they would do it in the army too to see sort of psychoactive or psychotropic. Yeah. What is it called? Psycho- <laughs> Psychotropic. So. So they would experiment on psychotropic drugs to see like if if it could sort of bring out certain things in warfare or how it would affect their enemies. Yeah. If they were to drop it on them, that sort of stuff. It improved your mental state, your heightened awareness, that sort of stuff. See, that'd be my move if I was uh, in charge of wars. I would just LSD your water supply. Yeah. Set a couple commandos in there, a couple eyedroppers. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fire that bad just boy up. <laughs> just drop massive amounts of LSD into their lakes. Yeah. <laughs> At their rivers. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're just walking through the jungle, just, oh, dude, look at my hand, man. <laughs> that tree is melting. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to give my parents acid without them knowing. That was a big goal of mine. Oh, yeah. not they were too late. All, yeah, well, I know. Because <laughs> in the beginning, I was very open about my drug use, you know, and I would say, don't, you know, don't judge me. You've never even done it. How do you know what it's like? Yeah. And then- you know, they were like, we don't need to know what it's like. We can see what you're like on it. <laughs> we can see it makes you an a-hole. <laughs> yeah. And so I always wanted to dose them just to sort of like give them that experience. 
and but I never did. So I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I hate it when people who have never done drugs call things trippy. Oh, I'm like, if you've never fried balls, you can't use that word. You can't use the word trippy if you've never yeah, done you, a trippy yeah, drug. Yeah. What about weed? Can you smoke weed and still use the word trippy? No, weed's a sleepy drug, not a trippy drug. I've tripped out on weed before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah weed that was rolled in <laughs> well, mescaline. Yes. yes. <laughs> but still weed. <laughs> I don't even know if I use the word trippy. That I uh, I think I use the word trippy. I think it was bigger 15 or 20 years ago. What do you think about people who fall asleep who have never used heroin? <laughs> can't sleep. <laughs> you, you can't nod off without ever shooting heroin. That's our thing. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> Taking it back. <laughs> I'm reowning our word. <laughs> That's that's why I have a rich culture of opium use, so yeah. I can I can I can sleep yeah, soundly. Absolutely, yeah. Like you're all getting offended. Like, hey, my people were the first people to ever smoke opium. Yeah, don't don't uh, appropriate my culture. <laughs> oh, so I saw a show that was a uh, western show, and the guy I know the the actor in the show, uh, you know, just like a guy from Michigan. Yeah, but he was talking with the southern drawl. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, uh, sorry, dude. I'm like, is that cultural appropriation of the South? Yeah, that's a little weird, right? I was like... I don't know. It's an accent, though. It's not a culture. Oh, we was acting super, super... What'd you call it? Ba- <laughs> what was the Australian... Bogan. Bo- he was acting super, super Bogan. Bogan. Yeah, but like, if you use a British accent, if you're an actor, are you appropriating English? But if you're an American actor and you use a Spanish accent, then you are. Are you? I think is so. Is using an accent appropriating... Yeah, I think once you put the sombrero on, then it becomes yeah. appropriating. I guess, yeah. So it, the accent's fine. It's once you start to accessorize. Yeah, <laughs> when you start to bedazzle your, <laughs> yourself with the the uh, cultural accoutrements. <laughs> then it becomes appropriation. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, I'm glad we figured that out as opposed to just doing a quick search on <laughs> correct definition. I think we've said it all. Yeah. So don't be using the word trippy. Yes. Unless you've been you've used some drugs. So I'll tell my parents to stop using the, the, the word, word trippy. Because tri- I see your dad using trippy all the time. <laughs> your mom, when she made me that sandwich that one time, said, this, you're going to trip balls on this sandwich. <laughs> Have you ever had peanut butter with honey? <laughs> what? All right. So where can the fine people see the Louis Fox show coming up? I'm just doing some local gigs. I'll be driving my daughter to uh, the driver's ed this week. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Super exciting. Yeah. You got to get those... Uh, passenger brake pedals put in <laughs> i'm pretty much to be like you've used a computer you can you can drive yourself to driver's <laughs> ed show them what's up where can they catch out the matt baker comedy stunt show i am going to be i got no gigs i'm going to be home oh awesome you want to drive ella to driver's yeah ed i don't know about that I, I value my life a little bit more than <laughs> than you might but I, I'm trying to go. I might go on vacation. I got like three weeks off, so I might just try and find a last minute flight somewhere like Costa Rica or uh, maybe Nicaragua. Ooh, Nicaragua. I've never been to Nicaragua, so maybe I'll do that. Who knows? So if you want to just follow our antics, you can check. Uh, Louis has his own Instagram page, which is Louis Fox. It's at Louis Fox, and you're at Comedy Stunt Show. Yeah, so you can do that since we don't have any shows, and you can just stalk us. And yeah. Virtually as opposed to physically. <laughs> You can have like the, the the map with all the yarn on it as to where where we've been. You can download my uh, virtual reality avatar, and you can just <laughs> sit back and watch. So uh, that's it for us, folks. Thank you so much for listening. If you can share, like, and rate us, and rate us, that helps us 
quite a bit. So thank you so much in advance for doing that and hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Autonoff Beat podcast. Today's show is sponsored by Beats by Dre Headphones. The best sound is when you run them over with your car.